Do you want to stop yelling and have your child listen to? Well, I have exciting news for you. If you're hearing this right now, it means that the doors to mindful parenting are open at mindfulparentingcourse.com. This only happens for a limited time, and it may be perfect for you if you want to be that patient, calm parent, but you're afraid of being walked all over, you're losing it, and you want to be that steady, peaceful parent, you don't have a cohesive method, and you take in bad advice like just count to one, two, three. Mindful parenting is an evidence-based system that not only teaches you how to calm your reactivity, but offers you a ton of personal guidance. A lot of other parenting coaches talk about the best way to respond to your child, but guess what? They don't walk you through the research-proven practices that it really takes to create changes that actually last. Mindful Parenting teaches you the specific steps to create cooperative, loving relationships for life. In Mindful Parenting, you can learn how to stay calm, even if you find yourself shouting hourly now. Be present for your child no matter what they're going through. Resolve conflicts easily without yelling or taking away the iPad. Set limits without your child resenting you for days afterward. And build trust between you and your child so that you avoid misery in the teen years. The doors are open now at mindfulparentingcourse.com. Unlike other programs in Mindful Parenting, we offer one-on-one coaching to every member and weekly drop-in coaching sessions. Don't wait anymore. You and your kids are worth leveling up. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com and join now before the doors close again. That's mindfulparentingcourse.com. I'll see you there. You're listening to the Mindful Mama podcast, episode number 291. Today is a mindful parenting bite about the myth of not enough time. Welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast, now with over a million downloads. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you've calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark Fields, Mindful Mama Mentor. I help smart, thoughtful parents stay calm so they can have strong, connected relationships with their children. I've been practicing mindfulness for over 20 years. I'm the creator of Mindful Parenting, and I'm the author of Raising Good Humans, a mindful guide to breaking the cycle of reactive parenting and raising kind, confident kids. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you are here. Welcome back to another Mindful Parenting Bite episode. These are quick episodes that you can fit into your day and just giving you some food for thought in these Mindful Parenting Bites, some ideas and mindsets that we want to think about. And today we're talking about the myth of not enough time. And you might be like, what? Hunter, that's crazy. There definitely isn't enough time. Time is a limited resource, right? (laughs) So this is a really, really important topic to discuss, and this can help start to like shift us. And we're going to talk about why we tell ourselves we don't have enough time, and we're going to talk about ways to move from time scarcity to time wealth, right? Time wealth, doesn't that sound nice? Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. If you're new, brand new, welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're familiar, I'm so glad to be connecting with you again, and I hope this is very helpful. 
So let's just dive into it. I don't have enough time is a thing that sometimes even people write to me about, like, I don't have enough time. We all feel this like scarcity, this time scarcity. And I feel like I don't have enough time personally for a lot of things. But, you know, when people are saying to me, I don't have enough time, to me, often they're saying, I don't have enough time to do a meditation practice, or I don't have enough time to join mindful parenting because, and do the work that it takes to change things. And I want to pull apart this, I don't have enough time myth, and this idea that I can't do something because I don't have enough time with both of these instances. So I'm going to make a bold statement here. And that is that I don't have enough time, that thought and that that is really the fear of something new. It's really the fear of, will I really be able to do this? Whether it's the membership or whether it's meditation, will I really be able to do this? And the one thing that I can guarantee is that without the accountability, support, clear process, and the guidance that we provide, that you will progress a lot less. But the truth is, and I think this is really important to face and to think about in yourself, we think we make enough time for what is really important for us, right? And we often do. But much of the time, we're actually making time for things that are familiar and comfortable, right? We kind of reach for comfort a lot. So what's familiar and comfortable? Time for Netflix, time for scrolling through Facebook, time for scrolling through Instagram. What we have to look at is that the I don't have enough time feeling is actually our ego. The ego is that small sense of a self, right? It's the the survival side of us. And the ego is always trying to keep us safe. It's really always going for survival and trying to keep us in our box of what's familiar and what's comfortable. And so when we're trying to do something new or we're saying, I'm going to take a leap and I'm going to join this, the meditation practice, the membership, whatever you're, you may be doing, that may be scary, different, or unfamiliar to the ego. The ego, that small sense of self, it feels uncomfortable, right? Because growth is outside of our comfort zone. And so the ego says, I don't have enough time, but it's really fear. It's fear of something new and fear of, will I be able to do this? The ego wants to keep us safe and in that comfort zone of what is familiar. And We have to step outside of that comfort zone to grow and learn, right? We have to step into what's unfamiliar. Even if it's just like you want to live a full life, right? Like it requires that you feel and experience all that life has to offer. And we're taught in so many ways by our culture to always stay comfortable, right? We're taught to spend money on stuff, on comfort foods, on another streaming service, comfy clothes. (laughs) We're taught to spend money on comfort and to feel more comfortable and really like never feel uncomfortable. And so to take a leap and do something new, it's a little scary. It's a little uncomfortable. What if I won't be able to do it? That's vulnerability. So I just want you to check in with yourself the next time you hear yourself saying, I don't have enough time. And I want you to ask yourself, is that really true? Is that really true? As far as meditation goes, if you have five minutes to hang out on Instagram or hang out on Facebook, you have five minutes to meditate. You know, I've worked with moms who have infants and we figure out a way to meditate. So you 
can do it. You know, as far as the Mindful Parenting membership goes, I recently completed a whole mindfulness teacher certification program where we had 70 modules that were teachings of at least an hour long. It was a lot of time. You know, in Mindful Parenting, we know that you're a busy parent and we make sure everything is as bite-sized and small as possible in the eight modules. And we break them up into small bits because we understand what it's like to have life with kids, right? Like these things can be done in small chunks if we choose, but we have to kind of start to choose growth over comfort. And we don't want to always do that. You have to have comfort to grow. You got to sometimes choose growth over comfort. So not enough time. Is it true? I want you to ask yourself, is it really true? And then perhaps we can even move from this kind of time scarcity thinking into time wealth thinking, right? I love the idea of time wealth. I tell myself all the time, I have more than enough time for everything important. I have more than enough time for everything important. <laughs> and so I have eight ways that you can move from time scarcity to time wealth. Here we go. So I want you to think of these as the North Stars to aim at. Whenever you have a choice point, you aim towards time freedom, okay? These are the North Stars. You may not be able to do all of them right away. So take what you want and just toss the rest. Number one, say no to requests. I know that like we can go back and do life again, which is like great. And it's wonderful to like volunteer at your school, but you don't have to do everything and you shouldn't feel badly for saying no. We're inundated as parents with so many requests for our time from schools, churches, community organizations that we can walk around with a lot of guilt if we don't do all those things. You know, are you an obliger or a people pleaser? Are you always putting someone else's needs before your own? Then you're probably constantly feeling stressed, busy, and have big feelings of not enough time. So start saying no. Number two, ask for help. You know, are you the laundry service, the cook, and the maid in your house? You don't have to be. Your partner can do his or her laundry, his or her own laundry, right? Your kids can do a lot more, and they should do more. My kids did their laundry from when they were nine years old. So what is your time worth? Getting help for some of these things might be an option for you. And it may be more affordable than you realize, so I would just like look into it, get curious. Think about childcare, think about sitters. You know, I talked about in the last episode, hello parents, this is not just a nice to have thing. This is a biological necessity. We literally can't do it all on our own. It really benefits ourselves, benefits our kids to get help and support. Number three, Shorten your commute or work from home. And I don't know, I'm knocking on wood. Hopefully that during the pandemic, you were able to, to do that. Maybe that happened for you. And if not, ask. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. I want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out, especially if you ever deal with any school system, which you probably do. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Ortube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And this season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and busts common myths about special education. 
So I checked out the episode on the difference between IEPs and 504 plans because my daughter Maggie uses a 504 plan and it was really, really helpful. It went over all the differences, which one's better, how to get them, different myths and what your rights are, all kinds of different things that you should understand if your child may need extra help in education through an IEP or a 504 plan. The tone is super helpful, friendly, and smart. I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains. Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it. But I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. When I went to graduate school, my husband, he wasn't my husband then, but he moved with me to Boston. He said to his work, hey, I'm going to another city. I'd like to work remotely from home. Is that okay? And it worked. He's been at that same place ever since. So number four, put boundaries on your availability. I don't work at night. I don't check email before I go to bed, right? You can do that too. Stop giving everyone else your time. Number five, block out downtime on your own calendar. You know, put things in your calendar that are take care of your needs first. Number six, give yourself some more time. Take a weekly Sabbath break from screens and social media. You know, social media and our screen time, they perpetuate a culture of comparison and distraction. The images you see are like the best from everyone else. They're not indicative of the whole scope of real life, right? Social media is a time suck. It takes away from your real life. So take a break. I mean, I know what it's like. I get sucked into Instagram, but... It's so good for me to have my screen-free Sunday where I just take, just put it away. (sighs) It feels a little weird. It's okay. It's okay. Number seven is mindfulness meditation, right? Because when you're constantly improving your life, work, relationships, getting all the different things done, going from thing to thing, you're bound, you you know, you're going to feel stressed and you might feel anxious. And mindfulness is a strategy from directing yourself away from self-incriminating thoughts. It's a practice of paying attention to your own body, your mind, your surroundings in a non-judgmental manner. You know, you're studying your heart, you're studying your mind, you're studying your nervous system. Even if you only have a few minutes a day for it, the change in your mental and physical health is palpable. And it kind of adds more time to your life because you become more focused, which is amazing. And there's so many benefits for, you know, putting a little mindfulness into your daily routine, even if it's just a couple of minutes, right? Mindful people are able to bounce back faster from low moods. They spend less energy and time on negative thinking. 
They also tend to be more resilient against depression, anxiety, and other mental health problems. Mindfulness can even help you feel more creative and thoughtful about your work and your relationships. So, you know, you can do a little practice every day. And then finally, number eight tip for some more time wealth is to make your time your most valuable resources. You need to value yourself. You know, we have just this one precious life and how you live each day is how you live your life. This is it, right? So if you are living your days in the way that you want to live your life, that's great. Bravo. I'm so thrilled. If not, where can you start to make a change? You know, maybe it's saying no, asking for help, putting boundaries on your availability, right? Taking that Sabbath break. And then finally, use my little mantra, right? There's more than enough time for everything important. I believe that's true. I really do. And as I've said this to myself in my life, it's become more and more true. So take that on. And then ask yourself, right, if this idea of like, there's not enough time in my life, interrupt that. Ask yourself, is it really true? Is it really that, you know, that small ego? Is it that fear? And if not, it's time to start to make some steps towards time wealth. It's possible. So I wish you small bit by bit changes towards this new time wealthy future. (laughs) And I hope it's been helpful. I hope it's been helpful to share this. Sometimes we get stuck and kind of closed thinking, fearful thinking, you know, just clenched up thinking. And I hope that this episode has just opened up some possibility. That only thing that is constant in life is change and change is happening for you right now. Change is happening for you. And, you know, we can make these changes towards the direction we want, or we can tell ourselves the story that we're stuck. So don't tell yourself the story that you're stuck. Stop telling yourself the story that you don't have enough time and start to tell yourself that there's more than enough time for everything important and it'll start to become more and more true in your life too. I hope this has been helpful. I'm wishing you a beautiful week. I'm wishing you some downtime, some free time, all that stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Namaste. So I think prior to mindful parenting, I definitely say I was very reactive with my children. As much as any parent doesn't want to admit this, I would yell at them and then I would feel really guilty afterward. I think that's where I really felt like I needed some help. I really see an ongoing change. It's been a really positive influence in our lives. Since I took the course, I've still been able to implement things that I learned through it. Even though you're you're training and you're learning and you're studying through the eight weeks, we're still able to um, retain that information and then utilize it. I'd say definitely do it. It's really helpful. It will change your relationship with your kids for the better. It will help you communicate better. I'd say communicate better as a person, as a wife, as a spouse. It's been really a positive influence in our lives. So definitely do it. I'd say definitely do it. It's really helpful. It will change your relationship with your kids for the better. It will help you communicate better. And just, I'd say communicate better as a person, as a wife, as a spouse. It's been really a positive influence in our lives. So definitely do it. I'd say definitely do it. It's so worth it. The money really is inconsequential when you get so much benefit from being a better parent to your children and feeling like you're connecting more with them and not feeling like you're yelling all the time or you're like, why isn't things working? I would say definitely do it. It's so, so worth it. It'll change you. No matter what age someone's child is, it's a great opportunity for personal growth and it's great investment in someone's family. I'm very thankful I have this 
you can continue in your old habits that aren't working or you can learn some new tools and gain some perspective to shift everything in your parenting. Are you frustrated by parenting? Do you listen to the experts and try all the tips and strategies, but you're just not seeing the results that you want? Or are you lost as to where to start? Does it all seem so overwhelming with too much to learn? Are you yearning for a community of people who get it, who also don't want to threaten and punish to create cooperation? Hi, I'm Hunter Clarkfields, and if you answered yes to any of these questions, I want you to seriously consider the Mindful Parenting membership. You'll be joining hundreds of members who have discovered the path of mindful parenting and now have confidence and clarity in their parenting. This isn't just another parenting class. This is an opportunity to really discover your unique, lasting relationship, not only with your children, but with yourself. It will translate into lasting, connected relationships, not only with your children, but your partner too. Let me change your life. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com to add your name to the waitlist so you will be the first to be notified when I open the membership for enrollment. I look forward to seeing you on the inside. mindfulparentingcourse.com No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.